Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Blackboard. I'm your girl B. And this is your boy Rock Rose. Hi, I'm Nay. And we want to welcome you guys to another episode, our number four Yay. episode. We're going to be talking about relationships. Lovely. Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited to be talking about this shit because you know what? Relationships are very different these days. So yeah. I met my nigga on the internet. They're challenging. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very challenging these days. Oh, my Lord. No yeah, it is pretty challenging. <laughs> shit. I think that you... I don't even know. Go ahead. <laughs> I was saying, I don't even know, but before we get all into that, let me tell y'all a little bit about what I've been doing. Okay. Um, I had my first Mother's Day. Yes, congratulations. Y'all know how we do. <laughs> I got my first real Michael Kors. Not from the flea market, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. okay. <laughs> I got me a little shirt that say first Mother's Day and my baby do too. Aww. We didn't get to take pictures in it, but we're going to do it tomorrow and I'm going to still print them bitches out. <laughs> That's cute. That's super cute. It is really cute. Oh. That's my baby daddy got me. What else did he get? Oh, he got me a glass that says, to the best wife ever. We ain't married yet, but shit, I like where he is. Hey, he's speaking <laughs> <laughs> oh. He is. Yeah. Shoot. I was like, mm, you want some tonight, Girl, don't you, daddy? Wow. <laughs> well, anyway. Congratulations on your first Mother's Day. It's my birthday today. Thank you, girl. Happy birthday. Thank you. Oh, I thought she was about to start singing. It sounded like it was about to be a song, and I was here for it. Who, me? No, Rock, I thought he was about to start singing Happy Birthday to me. I ain't going to bless the world's ears. You okay, know what I'm saying, like all that, right, you know all right. I mean? Well, I appreciate it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Naders, happy birthday. Yes. Day to you. There you go. Yes, be happy. Look, if Rock ain't gonna bless me, be gonna bless me. <laughs> to you. There you go. That's all I got Amen. for you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Yes. Yes, we here for this shit, Nate. Bitch, you need no nigga. That was impromptu up in these bleeds. That was really cute. Yes. Oh, shout out to me and Rock. I just yeah, want to shout, shout out, out to y'all. Then you know you have some little notes right over there. Yeah, do a little song, song. Carry your okay. team over here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and another Who thing, and another thing, I finally got my little puppies. So my little puppies up in here. Are ah, cute, so you celebrate so. Mother's Day too. Yeah, your mom. Like she was acting crazy yesterday. She was like, "Bitch, you ain't my real mom. I want my real mom." <laughs> <laughs> she was doing the most yesterday. She like, "You ain't got six nipples." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's so nasty when I think about it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> oh, Nay, what's the baby's name? Her name is Coco. Mm, okay. Coco G. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> Yes. yes, why my mama put my, my last name on her little dog tag? 
I'm like, well, you know, that's in case somebody finds. I mean, she gave her a first and last you. name. I said, okay, I guess so. <laughs> she got one. Your dogs got names, Nay. <laughs> People's dogs have a last name. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> they don't just have a first name. I actually grew up with dogs, and sometimes I forget about that oh, a lot. Yeah. Like we had a full-blooded child, and everything, right? Because. I mean, shit, it was so long ago that we had two dogs when I was growing up. I just, no, we oh, never grew up with pets. Unless it was like a fish. Mm-hmm. About it. Exactly. No exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they can literally survive on their own. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Soaking dogs, too, but... Mm-mm. And, oh, speaking Shoot, of dogs... But I ain't got no pets now. Dogs and what? relationships and dating and shit. Right, mm. <laughs> dogs ass niggas. Dog. Want to take it there? No, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna, gonna take I'm not it gonna there, be that girl. Mm. Yeah, they're not all dogs. Men are all dogs, and um, I mean, women are all mean either. I mean, because I would say that's people probably think that about women. Like, men are all dogs, and so women are all. Maybe they think women are all gold diggers these days. Shit, I just think people though. want people that are equal like, to them. Y'all niggas don't be having nothing be talking about gold diggers. <laughs> I don't know, because half these Negroes is, ain't got no okay. money, ain't got no insurance. Well, I got all that. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm recusing myself from that group because I'm considering myself a man these days, so I can't mm. relate to all the other stuff those broke guys have. So, mm. you know. Or don't have. Well, mm-hmm. hey, well, I guess that brings us into topic time. Let's get it. Let's get it. Oh, my God. Jinx. All right. <laughs> yeah. Y'all crazy. So, first off, I just want to start off by defining the word relationship. The word relationship is defined as the way two or more concepts, objects, or people are connected or the state of being connected. The key word here, you guys, is connected for me. And the most important part of any relationships, in my opinion, is connection. As we all know that successful relationships are built on love, trust, respect, support, acceptance, and the connection of hobbies and other interests. This ultimately leads to sharing a life with someone. So that's what we're going to be talking about today, relationships, how you can build them, talk about our experiences, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm. So, you know, ultimately all relationships are different, mm-hmm. whether they're successful or if they fail. It's a journey that can lead to forever or just two to three weeks. So you always learn something in the end. So that's what we're going to be talking about. So let's get started on the episode for Black Boys. <laughs> well, I could just say, you know, like for myself, um, I've had a couple good relationships. I mean... You know, I mean, I'll just go ahead and be honest. I dibble-dabbled with the women. Uh-huh. And I, I, I would say, like, you know, one of my longest relationship was actually with I was going to say, woman. girl, you did not it dibble was like, dabble. <laughs> I lived that life, bitch. I did. I lived it. And it was wonderful. <laughs> it was amazing. And I can't, I will say this, I was very, very spoiled in my relationship with this woman. Um, I was young. I think I had just turned 21. Uh, she was older than me. I think she might have been like 27. And like when I first saw her, like I just knew I like, I really wanted this girl. 
I had just like broke up with like my first girlfriend ever. My heart was like completely torn. She left me for a man, and I was like, I hate bitches. <laughs> but Lord. you know, I met this other girl, and I saw her. She was just so dark skinned and beautiful, and I was just like, I want her. And she looked so nice in this white t shirt, and her teeth were so white. <laughs> and I was just like. I said, I want that. I'm going to get that. Mm. So I started with like the little bit of like, you know, flirting on Facebook. This one really had messages, not messenger, but you had to hit the DMs. So I was sending messages back and forth. And next thing I know, we started hanging out, you know, started picking me up from my dorm room and shit. We were together until from like 09 to like 2013. Oh damn! We broke up in the middle of then, you know what I'm saying. We, but we were still off and on up until like 2013. But you know, like to be honest, it was just one of my best relationships because she was older than me, but she taught me like how what love really felt like. Um, and what I mean by like what love really felt like, I mean like if I hurt her, it hurt me. Mm. And see, when you hurt the person that you're dating. And you, I feel like if you feel the pain worse than they would, you know, worse than like anything, I feel like that's just real love. Like you really care about that person. Cause a lot of times you'll be dating people and you'll hurt their feelings. Hell, you might even cheat on them, but you probably don't give a damn. Right. You know what I'm saying? Cause people have done that. Mm-hmm. Like really, you, you can really not give a damn. Yeah. And uh, you'll just move past it. You'll apologize and they'll cry and you'll just move past it. And then sometimes those people that don't really care, they'll continue to do it again. But once a person genuinely cares and they see how they hurt you and how they've affected their relationship, they'll change. And I feel like when we experience bumps in the roads, we never really argue. What we would do, we would sit down and we would have discussions. And I think that's what really made our relationship last as long as it was when we felt like the situation or issue that occurred between us was like not worth just letting it pass by. We would sit down with one another and actually communicate. Um, and shit, she taught me how to save money. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm here for that. She, yeah, like, I, I mean, like, y'all, it was a good relationship. She, she, in my opinion, back then, she was balling. Okay, I felt poor. I just had a little job at Best mm-hmm. Buy. Making little to nothing. And she was in computer science, and so she was making some money, honey. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well. Hey, I mean, she spoiled me like she moved me in. She took me to like my first trip to well, my second trip to Chicago. I spent a lot of time with her family holidays. She took me to the beach for the first time and everything. I mean, I live near the beach. I'm like, well, not close. I'm like three hours from the beach. But I never I never went to the beach until I was 21. Oh, wow. Hell, I think I was 22. Right. Isn't that terrible? No, that's odd. Just because, I, just because, <laughs> just because here in Seattle we're like surrounded by water, like bodies of water, so it's like mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I would say that was like that was my best relationship because I, I learned a lot. Because when I got out of the relationship, I think I was like almost twenty five, mm-hmm. and so I grew up in the relationship as well. Yeah. So I think that's why we parted. To be completely honest, like I was going through it. You know, I was growing up right in front of her as well. And she was already pretty much getting her shit together. Like, she was like, I want a house. Uh I want a family. I want to do this and that. Now, the house and the family isn't why I broke up. It's really because I was growing up right in front of her, and I wanted to experience other things. In my mind, 
I, that's that's why you know I ultimately chose to leave the relationship. That's fair. I just didn't care for her. I didn't. I wasn't there for her sexually anymore, mentally anymore, and I I really didn't want to continue to like hurt myself and hurt her by trying to drag on the relationship. Yeah, that was that was kind. So. That was kind because most folks, like you say, they don't give a damn. They just all about themselves and don't take the time out to think, well, am I really hurting this person or, you know, am I doing this just for me or am I doing it just for her? You know what I'm saying? So there ain't nothing wrong with, you know, saying cutting your losses and, you know, doing what's best for that person too. Well, sometimes when you're in it for so long, it kind of, and you don't realize it, but it kind of starts feeling like an obligation. Like you have to be with this person because you've been with them for so long. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like that's the mature thing to do when you realize like this is no longer serving you, nor is it serving that person to just part ways. Yeah. But yeah, a lot, a lot yeah. of us we kind of stay in it because we're like, okay, I've already spent this time with this person. What, like, what else are we gonna do? Yeah, right. Because like the last year of the relationship, to be honest, it felt like we were breaking up. Mm, yeah, like you know how it seemed like shit starts getting bad. Yeah. And it just started getting worse. It wasn't like we had started. We had like when I said we never argued, but it's like the last year. It was like either she was f- telling me something that she found out about me, or like I, I found out something about her. It wasn't like okay, I, I kissed somebody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I was fucked up for it. I kissed somebody else almost two and a half years before, like the first year we started dating, mm-hmm. and then it came back full force because oh. of a messy bitch want to be like oh you still with her oh did you know she did this and this and this and that's when i realized like like i'm like we almost three years in this okay, thing yeah and i'm like damn this shit came back and i i love you i love you <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i ain't put my mouth on nobody else baby you know what I'm saying? that's like <laughs> i said like when she cried y'all i laid there and i cried with her i was so scared while laying next to my partner because i felt like it was the end of my world. Like my world was closing because I was young and I wasn't sure if this relationship was going to last. That's why I really did what I did back then. Like before, like the, before the three year mark, I did all of that because I wasn't sure that this, I was like, am I going to be with this person forever? She's older than me. I know she's going to want it to be long term, but I want to have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I felt like it, it was a, it was a, it was, it happened. And it was a lesson learned. I won't say it was a mistake because it was a lesson learned because it made me realize, you know, what love, when you say you love somebody, you don't do anything too intentionally. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what that taught me. And I, I I, always think about like, you know, like shit. I don't always think about like, what if I had stayed in that relationship? I'd be a whole lesbian. I probably wouldn't even have no damn kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got one kid, but you know what I'm saying? But like, it was, it just, again, like it was just some a relationship that really taught me a lot, like patience, guidance, taught me to, you know, travel, you know, use your time wisely. Don't spend your money on bullshit, B. Yeah. Save that shit. Like she had like a safe fund money, everything like a, like cash just sitting, you know what I'm saying? She was very smart, very savvy. I'm glad you got so and, much um, out of this. Like, yeah. I really did. And look, y'all, when I when I left this relationship, I started dating niggas. And then I was like that bitch that had the money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, I was like the one that could like feed you. I could take you out. And I was dating like men who couldn't afford 
to do a lot, which didn't matter, you know, to me if I liked mm-hmm. you. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I, I was that that type of woman that would just be like, "Oh, you ain't got it. I got it." Which is a bad mistake. So I learned along the way you can't do that to men because men take an inch. So everybody, I take both men and women. You give the people an inch, they'll take a whole mile on. Yeah. And I I learned that too. So, but I ne- I never did that. I'm not a user. So well, I think so I don't think I mean well. You- <laughs> well, I think, you know, uh, like you were saying, we were talking earlier, you know, I don't think just because a relationship fails that, you know, it's doomed and you hate that person. I mean, you can li- mm-hmm. you can learn certain things from some people. Some people come into your life to teach you certain things. It doesn't necessarily mean that mm-hmm. that relationship, um, that relationship wasn't positive. If you learn something out of it, then, hey, you know, you you in the driver's seat, you know what I'm saying? Some people just get to the point that where if a relationship is sour, I don't want to talk to that person. They're angry and they're bitter. But what did you actually learn out of the relationship? You know what I'm saying? Where you taught this, where you taught that, you know now better what you won't do the next time in a relationship. So, you know, I, I feel you when you say that mm-hmm. because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm of that type that, hey, if the relationship didn't last, what can we salvage out of it? Can we still be friends? that type of deal or did she teach me something did i teach her you know that's how i feel about them yeah you you, you want to be with that person but it comes a point in your life that you know something hits and it doesn't and it doesn't work anymore yeah yeah i definitely agree i mean like we we tried mm-hmm. like we really tried like that's why i say it's like a the we really tried to make it work and she came over one day and you know we kissed it just didn't feel the yeah. same I was like, oh, yeah. like this is after like being separated, and we were just like, can't go back. But you, my dog, you taught me a lot. You're always my friend. I could always reach out to her. She can always reach out to me, and I like it like that. You know, you know, women are mm, she, the women that she has dated since then are pretty jealous. So she really she couldn't talk to me that no, much. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, I didn't mind. I didn't care because I want them bitches to know. I didn't. I don't want to know more. I've been yeah. there. I had, I enjoyed it. You enjoy her. Because she's a great woman. Uh-huh. You know, so she is. She really is a great woman. So, but yeah, I mean, like, I think, you know, that that's probably the healthiest relationship I ever had. At the end, it got toxic as hell. You know, you'd be trying to play get back and, like, hurt people's feelings. And <sighs> it was just really crazy. And that's when we had our last kiss. And I was just like, all right, I'm yeah. done. I'm done. Yeah. I don't like you. You don't like me. <laughs> when that intimacy leaves, I mean, it's pretty much a wrap. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> it's like shit. We ain't connecting at all. You got, I got the plug in the socket, but the light ain't on. It's something wrong. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, that's it's not like that. <laughs> Let me hear that again. What the hell you said now? <laughs> Look, I to put my plug in the socket, but it ain't. The light ain't on. Something ain't working. You know what I'm saying? There it is. It ain't. The parts didn't fit. Listen, yeah. I'm gonna say that in my next little argument in a relationship, I'm gonna be crying and shit, and I'm gonna be like. <laughs> <laughs> the light just ain't on. <laughs> he go like, "What you mean, baby? You put your I mean, plug like, in my socket. Oh, okay. And the now light that sexual. Not <laughs> That's what it was hey, meant to hey, be. You hey, know hey, what I'm dog. saying? Oh, the oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? I love rock. Stick the plug in the socket, and the light comes on. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I didn't catch it the first time. I thought it was deeper than. Sex, but well, anyway. I mean, it's twofold. I mean, you can go the same way. This is right, you know but I would say, 
I would say what mine was um, when I was engaged. That was probably would probably have been oh. my best relationship. Yeah. Engaged. Yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> I mean, she was just totally on something different. I mean, we knew each other, you know, since, since high school, but we never really mm-hmm. we we didn't date at all. And then, you know, come back with MySpace was popping or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Get we, on MySpace. I remember we, those days. Uh, we end up conversing on there. And then I asked her to go out to a concert with me. And um, we just hit it off there. You know what I'm saying? Um, she came over to the house and she wasn't, I don't know. It was just, you know, that that spiritual vibe that you get from somebody. you like, this one's something about her. I got, she's just the one. You know what I'm saying? You don't have that mm-hmm. too often. You know what I'm saying? And. You know, it was just her energy, you know, how she was very thoughtful. i tell you what she did for my birthday. Now, she lied purposely. Um, you know, I was like, okay, cool. You know, well, you know, hit me up when you get back from Tennessee or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And um, so I'm like, okay. Um, I said, you know, it's cool. I'm just going to hang out with my fellas for, for my birthday or whatever. And um, the whole time, you know, I'm just thinking it's just an ordinary day. So I'm starting to call her just to check on her because, you know, I'm concerned. I ain't getting no phone mm-hmm. calls back, the vo- the phone going to voicemail. I'm like, what kind of shit this is? You know what I mean? So um, I guess, you know, I start calling frantically because, you know, I'm like, she's going out of town and she answered the phone, something like wrong, going by her mama's house. Hey, something ain't right. You know what I'm saying? Her mom was going along mm-hmm. with the plan or whatever. But long story comes short, I come back home. And I get this little red tag on the door, and it was a it was a clue. She basically what she did she left clues throughout the city, places that we've been, and she left the clue for the next plot. So I had to pe- basically piece all this shit together, and I'm thinking like, okay, now what's the next clue? I'm stuck. I'm lost. But at the end of the day, um, she ended up. I ended up going to Cheddar's. And that's where she was at with, with one of my uh, my homegirls. And, um, you know, she just wanted to surprise me. Um, but then she left again. So I'm like, okay. she said she had to go to the bathroom. So me and my homegirls are like, yeah, you got me on that. You know what I'm saying? Y'all had me fucked up because I'm I'm real hot about that. You know what I'm saying? But it's okay now. But the waitress gave me the bill, said, oh, the bill's been paid for. And I'm like, okay. And I'm thinking, where's she at? And then she gave me this little another clue thing. So the last the last part was, you know, where we first went out on a date, which was the uh, the Civic Center concert place. So that's where the clue was. And then I end up moseying on back to the house. So when I went back to the house, I mean, she had the room lit up with candles, roses all over the bed, uh, music going, all that little stuff that blew me away. I ain't going to lie because I've never yeah. had it done. You know what I'm saying? Somebody to be that creative. You know, you doing this little scavenger hunt around town, you know, uh, trying to pick up all these clues and then go back to the house. And then she got everything laid out, food and all that other stuff. And I knew right there, you know, I said, I at least got to give it 100 percent if I don't do anything. You know what I'm saying? So we yeah. ended up we ended up being together and stuff. And um, unfortunately, we just didn't see eye to eye on parenting. You know what I'm saying? Um yeah. So I, to this day, I, you know, I still got much love for her because she showed me that it's possible for me to get out there and give somebody my all and that 
you know, you have to have certain criteria to be able to be opened up. You know what I'm saying? Because if somebody just ain't going extra mile for you, you know, it's like, damn, what are we really doing? You know what I'm saying? You just waiting on me to do something for you, but you can't do it in return. I never had a problem with paying a bill or she taking me out or doing thoughtful things. Hey, I know the shoes came out. You know, I went and grabbed them while I was at the PX. Didn't even ask. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, I'm going I'm gonna go all out, too, because I'm going to show her the same energy. That was about the best relationship I've had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cute. Okay. That's beautiful. So y'all had a kid together? No, no, no. <laughs> no, she. Uh, I'm her, sorry. I was like, her, her, she has a son, and you know, um, mm-hmm. certain things that you know, because as a, as a man, you want to be able to um, put a little bit of discipline and hold the kid mm-hmm. accountable for things, and it just didn't mesh. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was some other little small minor detail things too, but after a while, it just got to the point where we weren't compatible enough on that but in retrospect you know we did converse after that i mean last year and we talked about everything so you know it was you know saying it was some give and take and some i was right you was wrong vice versa that you know everything was still okay (sighs) yeah okay i'm glad y'all feel that way about y'all people (laughs) Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, those are the good relationships. Those are the good ones that you learn shit in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think what we both had in those relationships was like communication, right? And of course, uh, you know, boundaries, right? And I think that's like, uh, you know, like don't like, you know, like as far as like, you know, communication, which is the most important part. Like, I think what we both had in those relationships was re- a lot of respect. Mm-hmm. We were able to speak open about our feelings. You know, just like. You know, without it like blowing up into something ridiculous. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I after after that situation, I dated people where I would argue over that they would or they would argue over. I would pick over the smallest thing, and I'd be like, "This shit ain't for me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to date anybody I gotta argue with every day. Mm-hmm. I don't want to date anyone who causes strife. Shit within two to three weeks. Yeah. If you make me mad within two to three weeks." kind of done with you. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Damn, they still yeah. Like, I'm not expecting him. <laughs> yeah, niggas is on. My brother told me this. Everyone that you date should be on a 90-day probation. Right. Whether y'all having sex or not, because after those 90 days, people will show you exactly who they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You going? And if you give everybody that opportunity, give them that opportunity, because the people like to be pretend to be who you want them to be in the beginning. Yeah. I call it interview. But phase. eventually, hell yeah, shit. And like I, I also say something else. Like you know, ooh, we cause we could talk about the bad shit if y'all want yeah, to. Cause can... I tell you, the bad stuff is when is when I used to just cuss a motherfucker out. Hey, you know? We can get into the bad <laughs> for no reason. We can get into the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know what I mean? Yes, because I like I dated I dated a guy who was just. Man, I dated a lot of bums, y'all. I mean, like, good dick, no job, selling drugs. You know what I'm saying? Like, they did all of that. You know what I'm saying? But they were just, but all we ever did was either I was just fucking them. We had no conversation, so it was like, all right. You ain't got no cars. I guess I got to take your ass home. Damn, why don't you just spend a night? You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like getting up. You just, you know what I'm saying? But. Like, I never really talked to them, and I, I feel like one of the things I realized I couldn't date anybody 
that I could directly like criticize or like who I could directly like say you ain't shit fuck you yeah you know like like, if if I talk to you that way yeah I can't date you yeah if you feel so comfortable talking down on somebody like Mm -hmm. mm -mm, that's not the type of situation I'm trying to be in that shit's toxic as fuck I don't yeah. like that. it is and like you you figured that out like i mean like that's what i say like if somebody can push you to the edge of anger and you could like dog them out and then y'all come back together that's already a sign of toxicity yeah. like y'all yeah. just flat out cuss each other and then had sex yeah that's terrible I'm, and i don't do that plenty of times <laughs> i might be weird this may sound weird but mm. if i didn't got into an argument or i didn't got upset I don't care how bad she wanted. I can't. I can't get into no sex if I'm upset. How, I that's not weird. Hmm. That's not weird. That's no, normal that for women. Weird. My shit dry up real quick. <laughs> but I'm saying for both. <laughs> Sound effects. I, I just felt like you know, what I'm saying? So, goddamn vacuum. Some you know, I talked to my partners and we talked about this shit. They they be like, shit, I don't give a fuck how mad I am. Shit, I'm gonna get it. I'm like, it just don't mm-hmm. sit with me. You know what I'm saying? I just... No. It just don't sit well with me. If I sit up here, because I'm thinking, even when I'm stroking, I'm like, this motherfucker really oh, pissed God. me. I, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? You want to punch in the back of the goddamn head. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah you do. <laughs> But, you know, it's just something for me. It's just a quick disconnect. You know, let me calm down and let's talk about why we were upset and why I'm upset. Once mm-hmm. I get that off my chest... Give me a day or so. You know what I'm saying? I'm back in the game. Because you do need time to reflect. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I was tripping. No, I wasn't tripping. But you know, that type of deal. But that's just me. But some of my partners, shit, they don't care if they mad or not. Even if they piss their old woman off, they still won't jump her bones. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Some people love that life. You know I, what I'm saying? I but I don't have time for it. Yeah, because the older I became, the more I realized I took a lot of shit that was not necessary. Right. And I experienced a lot of shit that I would not ever want my child to ever experience. And I know my mama didn't want me to go out into the world and date people that didn't respect me, used me, mistreated me. You know what I'm saying? I know she never wanted that for me, but I continued to place myself in those situations after I got out of this good-ass relationship. God damn, I always think about that. I just <laughs> hit rock bottom. I wanted to tell y'all about this guy I was dating, and <clears throat> he also wanted to be a rapper, mm-hmm. and... He was trash. Uh, they always, and... they always are. <laughs> Damn, that's tough critic. But he, he was funny, and I just really, I, I'm not gonna lie, I just really enjoy his company. Um, I mean, we had sex and stuff, but it was just like he was funny. I enjoy his company, but <clears throat> he got to a point where he became like really disrespectful, like. Yeah, okay, God, this is so terrible. He had his own place, but he never wanted me to come over there. And I was like, well, nigga, do you really have your own place? Because you're always at my house. So finally, he invites me over to his place. And on the front of his door, he's got you, bitch, like, scratch, like scratched into his door. Oh, like, it's, like some angry ex <laughs> broke you, bitch. I was like, oh, shit, this nigga yeah. really is toxic. Yeah. And then I go into his house, and it is fucking filthy. 
See, I mean, mm-mm. oh my God, I swear this nigga ain't vacuumed in months. Like, I sat on his couch and it was fucking gritty. I and I was like, stop. why did I, I need you come to here? <laughs> Cause we can't right. fuck at this point. I'm not fucking on your bed. I'm not fucking on your couch. Oh you probably God! Got bed so everywhere. Oh <laughs> girl, and it was a nice ass apartment. Like the apartments over there were really nice. And his bed frame. So he had a. I think he had a king mattress on a Stop. full box Stop. thing. So the bed was leaning one way, <laughs> and we got into it one day, and he was like. Yeah, and excuse me, y'all, like, I did let this nigga talk to me this way, but I will never, ever let him, like, nobody talk to me. He was like, your fat ass broke my bed, and I was just like, oh, my, right. I was just like, oh, my God, nigga, you lying. That shit was raggedy before I came over there. Your whole house raggedy. You a dirty, busted-ass nigga. And I also hit that nigga with my car. So that's the nigga I hit with my car, guy. I tell y'all, he disrespected me. We had just got some hot and fresh Krispy Kreme donuts. And we was riding. We had just gotten into it because he disrespected my gay friends. You know, and I I didn't like that shit because then my niggas, like, who I was hanging out with at the time. And I was like, you were so disrespectful. He was like, well, I don't give a fuck. Fuck you. And we kept going back and forth, you guys. And I was like, you need to get out of my car. We're in the middle of the road out in Huntsville. And he opens up the door and he dumps those hot ass donuts in my brand new car in the seat. And he smushed the motherfuckers in and he slammed the door. I don't know what happened to me. Y'all ever heard a bitch called Snap? Y'all heard that show, right? (laughs) I had my foot on the brake. I saw him walking in front of the car. I just let first I just let my foot off the brake so it could tap his ass. And I was like, oh my God, when he fell in the street. I scared me. But then my heart started pumping real fast. And I was like, fuck him. So I did a U-turn and I hit the right and I pressed the gas and I hit his ass again. And it felt so good. Mm. And I got so drunk after that. I was like a general rush. I know how people, I know how people can kill people sometimes. It wasn't about the car though. All right. I just hope hope he ain't listening and decides he want to press some charge. I mean, how long ago was this? Uh, uh, it had to be about four four years ago. Maybe more. All right. Well, we might be good. Girl, I don't care if you hear this shit. You hear me, nigga? You disrespected me. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> and I, then we uh, got right back together a week uh, later. God. Y'all see what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, but I have grown, you guys. It's called growth. That's yeah. what I experienced from bad relationships. <laughs> I had to go through a lot to get to my man that I'm with now. Oh, okay. And yeah. Ooh, I'll tell you about a, a bad incident. <laughs> what? I ain't gonna say bad, but it was a learning experience. It was horrible relationship. I broke one of my codes anyway, because uh, I don't normally holler at women that's in the club. I just don't. But I missed this one. I mean, it's just a thing, code that I have. It's gonna bring problems to your relationship. That's what I always said. And um, well, I guess. Not always, but I'm just based off my luck, you know what I'm saying? My theories mm-hmm. or whatever. But moving on to the subject, uh, I met her. You know, we danced at the clubs. You know, she was pretty cool, vibe, you know, everything. We exchanged numbers, and, you know, we started conversing. And like I said, you know, we be talking on the phone for like an hour or two while I'm at work, just carrying on, you know what I'm saying? And she ran into some problems later on, financial problems. And... um. 
you know, me thinking that things are progressing, me and her. So, you know, I start to step in to help out. And um, she had a lot of shit going on as far as relocating. Um, I had um, helped her out with, you know, saying her kids and all this. And, you know, when she didn't have money, you know, I helped out with daycare. I was just trying to play my part, you know what I'm saying? And um, all of a sudden, there was a time when she needed needed moving. And I didn't know nothing about moving trailers or mobile homes or any of that. You know, it's it's a very expensive task. You know, you just have to pay like $3,000 just for them to haul the, the, the place, the home from one place to another. That's just three grand. And you still got to split the trailer and do all that kind of stuff. I didn't know nothing about that, but I knew people that knew stuff like that. So, you know, saying I had to help, uh, I had to pay them and help them and stuff like that. I spent a lot of money, you know what I'm saying, in that mm-hmm. short little time. And it just seemed like, you know, it was just reaching for more, more. And um, it turned out like, it felt like she was ungrateful at one time. And it was like a hot day. And, you know, you move to some mobile homes or whatever, they have certain criteria that, you know, hey, you can't put the place this way. It has to be this this far from the street and this, that, and the third. Totally from mm-hmm. how she wanted it, you know. So she was at work. And, you know, she it's my judgment call, so I'm just going to say, okay, well, that's how it's going to be. I'm not going to call her and tell and say, hey, you know, how else you want to do it? There's only one or two ways. Yo, uh, they way or get the hell out their way, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, that's fine, you know. And she had the worst attitude coming over to the house. Why is it this? Why blah, 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 this? And that, this, that, and the third. I'm like, I'm looking at everybody, and they're looking at me like, uh, you're not going to say nothing? And immediately... I just snapped and I could say maybe like three minutes. Her mom just like, you know, a rock, just go home. Let me talk to her. You know what I'm saying? Cause her mom was very understanding. I love her to this day. Um, and I just told everybody, everybody, man, everybody get the fuck out, go home, do whatever the fuck you gotta do. Don't come back at this motherfucking place today. You know what I'm saying? Just leave. So, you know, she got them, tried to talk down and stuff like that. And I just, I just snapped at her and I just like, look, you was a little, I didn't call her by her name or nothing. I just said, you one great, ungrateful little motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing all this for you and your kids. And you have the audacity to do this, that, and the third and come talk to me any kind of way without not even trying to say, hey, Rockwell, why didn't you move? Uh, what, what was the problem? You know, you just come over there walking commands and you ain't put nail dime in this investment. You know what I'm saying? These ain't none of my kids. You know, and I just told my buddies, I said, you know what? When we get done with this, and pay all y'all, and I'm just, I'm just done with it. He's like, you spend all. I'm like, man, I hate to do it, but if I can do this, and she's not, mm-hmm. she's not grateful of that. Ain't no telling what, what else gonna be transpiring that still ain't good enough for me down the line. See, man, I'm I, dying to say something right now. <laughs> go ahead, say it. So that that seems like a very extreme example, um, but I can. I partially can see like both sides of it because I would say in a relationship that I did have, it was the issue was not understanding each other's love languages. And it was like constantly having somebody do something for me, which I don't like. I don't like somebody. I don't like feeling like somebody is buying my love 
and my attention. And so having somebody constantly doing something for me and I'm constantly telling this person, this is how I want you to love me. This is how I want you to show up for me. And you're disregarding everything that I'm saying and you're buying me expensive things and doing all of this outrageous, crazy things. But if I don't, if I wasn't responding to him in the way that he wanted me to respond, like if I didn't show the affection, how he wanted to receive it, then it was always Mm -hmm. an argument. And I, it was just like, if you're going to do this for me, it's like, we argue every single time you do something great for me, because even if I do appreciate it, I'm not showing him the way he wants to, the way he recognizes affection. Mm-hmm. And it was just, that was our constant battle. And I was just like, I can't be with this person because I'm like, I'm telling you and I'm showing you how we can make this work. And you're still doing things that like, literally all I want you to do is just like quality time. Like we don't have to speak. We just got to be in the same room. I'm good. But you're buying these expensive things. And then you're mad because you're like, well, I did this for you two days ago and you didn't react well. And it's like, God damn, like you're just going to harbor all these feelings every time you do something for me. And I don't like that shit. But that's, this this not that kind of case, though. You know what I'm saying? No, this, I'm saying no. And I get that. But I'm like, it was triggering me. <laughs> while <you were> talking. <laughs> um, that's what I'm saying. Like your, your experience seems like a one off thing. Like that's that was like an extreme example. The experience I had was uh, um. If it wasn't a daily basis, it was at least a weekly basis, and I just could not. Yeah, but I, I feel like you know these are things that you know I'm I'm you know you coming to me and we're talking, communicating with relationship about the relationship and things that you're going through and what you need help with and you know that kind of thing. So you know that's just that's just being I guess that person that I was. That going, mm-hmm. if, if you're with me, I'm going to help you through things. You know what I'm saying? If I can't, right. we'll find a way through it. You know, and and when you go and catch something, you get you get mad over something that you have no control over, then that really shows me what kind of person you are. Because I just spent three thousand dollars just to get the car, just get the place here. And this is where you want it to be. You didn't want nowhere else to go. So how are you? You think I'm gonna spend another three grand to haul it somewhere else? No, I'm not gonna do that. This is where you decided, <laughs> so this is where you're gonna sit it at. You know what I'm saying? It's the mm-hmm. same lot, it's just positioned a different way than what she wanted. So that let me know that she wasn't really for me because it, I know she was grateful, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, she was in great, ungrateful too because she just, I feel like she tried to show me out. And there's been other numerous problems when we were having problems then. She liked to go right back to the club and hang out. I'm like, well, damn, you, you trying to blow off steam and stuff every goddamn weekend? That was one of my oh. premises of not dating people that hang out in the clubs all the time because when things get rough, they want to go out and hang in the club instead of trying to talk and relate things out. You know what I'm saying? That was just my theory, and I guess to that situation, it proved that point. But, hey, you know, things have been, you know what I'm saying, water under the bridge or whatever but you know i could i could never go back with that even though she made several attempts to try and fix things it just wasn't mm-hmm. conducive to me you know what i'm saying and um yeah that that's just my bad my bad i had one worse but i think we've already talked about that lifetime well did shit. you what did you think that you learned from that situation 
I, 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 my, my learning thing was one, don't date no women from that hang in the clubs, you know, saying and to confirm that, you know, <laughs> and, and the things of I'm not, I'm not again dating anyone that's you got at least, I'm saying I hate sound anal or shallow, but. I want somebody that's going to be equally yoked to me. You don't have to make exactly what I make, but at least be in the ballpark. You know what I'm saying? Because you got, you know what I'm saying? You got your kids you're trying to support. I'm trying to live my life and support mine. And we're not trying to, if we can't put our money together and accomplish stuff. And if it's always me, I'm going to be, I'm going to tap out of that relationship. I don't, it's a turnoff. Yeah. If I'm just beating a woman and all of a sudden now, you know, she started talking about the bills. Well, shit, I feel you because, hell, I don't know how I'm going to pay mine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the kind of conversation I'm starting to have because I don't think that when you just like a man shouldn't be asking for sex early in a relationship or anything like that. Oh, I don't for feel sure. Like, I don't feel the like woman, a woman yeah. shouldn't be doing the same thing because you are setting the standard like, okay, so now you already showing me your face. So you already need help paying this and that. Well, how was you paying that shit before I even met you? No, I'm not finna do that. You know, you got to at least show me that you out there trying, that, hey, it's just hard on you right now, and that you're going to get through it. You know, I don't mind helping you along the way, but Mm -hmm. you come to me every week, every two weeks, you got to pay this? No, because that's that's not not unconditional love. You know what I'm saying? That's conditional love. I don't want that. I ain't with that shit. I definitely agree. I I would say... I mean, although I didn't really give too many experiences, like the reason why I was a, a little iffy about um, speaking on this topic is um, <laughs> it kind of gives me a lot of anxiety because I've had really traumatic relationship experiences. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, you know, it's a little hurtful, whatever. But like the thing that I was doing, like I was real late in the game, like, I was such a late bloomer. Like I had, I did not have the experience that I feel like somebody who's in college should probably have. Like uh-huh. I never even really communicated with guys prior to going to college. Okay. Um, and so my very first relationship was with somebody who I did not really know. I found out years later, like he lied about his age to make it seem like he was younger so he could date me. <laughs> um he it's not even funny <laughs> like we were together off and on for three years and he was with somebody else for two and a half years damn out of Ooh. those three years and i was just so young and so naive like i'm taking your yes as your yes and your no as your no mm-hmm. and then like leaving that relationship like every person i left i was I was such a dependent person and I did not know what I wanted and what I needed and how to love and be loved Mm -hmm. or how, you know, how to demand respect. And so leaving that relationship, I'm going into another one, less of a person. Mm -hmm. And I'm not really speaking up for myself. I'm not demanding the respect. And then I'm getting shitted on by that person. And I'm leaving that relationship going to another person. Now I'm even less of a person than I was, you know, like I was just Mm. constantly beating myself down when Mm -hmm. I'm going into these new relationships that I was just like so drained. And I just like 
eventually I'm just like, damn girl, you are not yourself. You're not even close to who you used to be. Like now, so like now I'm kind of like shying away from relationships. Like the past year prior to, I just got out of like a short relationship, whatever. But prior to that, I spent over a year not even dating anybody. Like, I'm not even saying hello to anybody because I'm like, you got to build yourself back up, girl. Like, you've been taking beating after beating after beating. Mm-hmm. And, like, literally, like, really, um, like, emotionally and mentally abusive relationships. Like, people who made me feel like shit. And then, uh, and then like, how, y- how you guys are going on about the, like, having sex when it's not like you're not really connecting like that was how I felt like okay I can solve this problem I can solve this fight if I just even though I'm sitting here crying because you want to have sex after you just made me feel like shit and it was yeah it was just like a constant ugly cycle and yeah I can't say that I have like y'all have these beautiful experiences with these people that y'all have learned so much from and I don't I don't see that I have that because I well, just, Nay, yeah, I just really ugly. Ugly. <laughs> yeah yeah I you like yeah. that's why this title is you can't hurry love you know what I mean because love comes when you're really ready right we I think me and rock small... mm-hmm. oh, ahead. no go ahead even with that small relationship that I just had, the short relationship, not small, it wasn't small. Um, <laughs> I, I did feel like, at first I was like, hey girl, you've been working on yourself, you got this. But then I was like, Whew, you really don't have this. You do need to continue to take that time to yourself, get yourself together, figure your shit out. Get your fucking house, bitch, because you know you want a fucking house. You know, like, I'm trying to hit all the goals that I want to make before mm-hmm. I bring somebody into my life because exactly. it kind of sucks, especially being with somebody who has goals or has accomplished those goals already, and then mm-hmm. you're kind of sitting there like, damn, I'm not on their level because I have yeah. mostly dated older men. So, mm-hmm. it, I mean, it's kind of a shitty feeling when it's like, damn, you already have a house. You already have children. Like, we're not on the same page. And it's like, girl, you are really going out of your league with these men as far as finances and, like, home ownership and that shit goes. But, yeah, it, it's been a really toxic and traumatic yeah. experience. Well, I just understand the whole finances part because, to be honest, even though I was in the good relationship, I always felt like she had more going on than I did. She had more money yeah. than I did. And I never felt like I could compare. So I, I will say that that was one of the insecurities that I had while what made me pull away from the relationship. I felt like I wasn't able to put in as much as she was when in the end I found out that that didn't even matter to her. Yeah. But as far as like for yourself personally, I definitely understand like for me too. And I know what you're saying. You want to you wanna be in a place where you're comfortable and you're happy within yourself in order to be able to give yourself uh-huh. to someone else. You want to feel fulfilled. And I and I can respect that. And I think that nigga ought to respect it too. I'm pretty sure he does. I hope he does, knowing that you you need to do you right now. Yeah. yeah. But I, I hate I to experience you, those bullshit ass relationships and situationships. But that I can, fucking sucks. But I could tell you I could tell you ladies this, you know, mm-hmm. with a man it really doesn't matter saying like she just spoke about you know she was not really feeling on his level because he's got the house and all that if a man is into you and he wants you a part of his life he's going to include you in that 
long as you're doing something to bring part of the team, you know what I'm saying? Because some men, they don't feel comfortable with just – some men play – they don't care. They'll pay everything. Just say, hey, your money is your money. You keep that money and this, that, and third. But some men, they want to be – felt like, you know, this is a team effort. And if he feels like, hey, I got my place in, I don't care about you not being on the same financial level. As long as you're bringing something to the table, that's all really genuine guys want. You know what I'm saying? Some men do it because they want to control a woman. You know what I'm saying? And control. that's what I've experienced. I've yeah, experienced okay. that control. Like, because I did this for you, now you have to, like, you have, like, I had no voice. I had no say. And that's the biggest issues I have ever had. Even, like, if we're going to go back into, like, childhood trauma and all that shit, it's, like, not feeling like I'm being heard. And then I get into relationships where I'm, like, these these super, um, uh, what's the word? Like, domineering men, like, Mm-hmm. like men who are take charge men alpha male have alpha yes male. and then but then you have me who i'm like i'm like the complete opposite of that like i shy away from confrontation like i hardly ever speak up for myself like and a lot of people they get that misconception about me they're like oh Janet, like she gonna tell you what it is i'm not i'm going to tell you i'm gonna tell you what it is if i've been beating myself up about it forever but like as soon as it hits me, it's not going to come out. Okay. Like, yeah, those are the type of relationships I've been in. And then by the time I fucking blow up, they like, girl, what? What? Something that happened three months ago. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you know what? That's that's something that's that's really important to any relationship. You know what I mean? Just like communicating. You need to have a voice when you go into your relationships. And if that's what it takes, you having to find your voice to make it better make any of your relationships better because I, I know if you're not having a voice if it's like you blowing up after three months or something that probably goes for all relationships that you have so if you work on yeah. that you, you won't let nobody else mistreat you or make you feel like your voice doesn't matter so it's definitely important for you to work on that I think all, everybody in the world should make sure you know you say what you mean and mean what you say you know right. what I'm saying uh-huh. you, you gotta say it because people will walk all over you if you present yourself a certain way once somebody realizes you'll do something for them rock i feel like that almost kind of like happening in your situation once she realized you were willing to spend some money she's like mm-hmm. oh uh-huh. he'll spend yeah. some money you know what i'm saying like and she was telling yeah. she was telling all her homegirls yes yeah, she was yeah. you know what i'm saying like and it's just that like you know once the like i i was that girl for one guy like i swear mm-hmm. i gave him money for a re-up and i didn't even know you <laughs> like, said it was for his child's daycare. I ain't uh, never get that money back. Damn. But you know, he still hit me up, y'all. And I'm like, nigga, where's my money? Don't message me. Where's my money? Talking about, I can't believe you had a baby. You was the love of my life, nigga. Where oh, is my money? Here's my cash app. Bling bling b. There you go. Yeah. Stop following my Snapchat. Listen to this podcast and hear me too. I want my money. My money. Anyway. <laughs> Run yeah. 275, run that shit, but homie. Know, but you know, one thing is, <laughs> um, it only takes me like, like I said, when that when I went through that experience and I've been through that and said that, hey, you know, you tried to be the person to, you know, bring and shoulder the burden of the relationship. I'm not doing mm-hmm. it ever again because I just had one mm-hmm. time and it blew up in my face. You know what I'm saying? So it's all about some because some people just think, oh no, you don't. You don't do this and you don't know you don't know what I've been through personally. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I can tell you a story or two 
that make you, you know what I'm saying, uh, second guess things. But I'm I'm all along the lines of if I experience it one time, I'm not doing it ever. So when I see red flags, if a woman just constantly can't just hold her own while we're dating, I don't want no part of that because I know mm-hmm. it doesn't end well. Because women, that and it's men too, you know, they have the same model. If you see a fool, use a fool. But you're mistaking me being a fool for being genuine. Because if I care for you, you shouldn't be trying to take advantage of me anyway. You know what I'm saying? So that ultimately lets me know what kind of person you is. And I'm not going to fuck with you like that no more. So, you know, mm-hmm. while the good was, it was good, while the getting was good, you know what I'm saying? But now you got to get the fuck off the bus. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm trying to go somewhere else and you're not in the equation anymore. So when people think that I'm just being too hard, no, nah, I got standards. I didn't try it one time and it didn't work for me. So this is what I'm going to be up with. And if you ain't with it, then shit, I, I can't, I don't, I don't got nothing else to say. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you one I thing. I, I, when I, when I was still dating, um, right before I met my boyfriend, I was doing the most. I was dating a lot of dudes and it got really tiring. It was like, oh my God, okay, you fed me this day. This other nigga taking me for ice cream. Uh, you know, it was just too much. But what I had to do, um, I had to sit down. It just ask myself, what do I want? Mm-hmm. What do I want in my relationship? I want to be his main priority. I mean, I know he got other things going on, but I want I want some affection. I want some attention. I want time spent. I want you to smack my flat ass and tell me it's fat. You know what I'm saying? I want you to make me feel real sexy. You know what I'm saying? I want you to spend time with me. I want you to check on me. I don't mind a good morning text if I feel like it's genuine. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you really continue the conversation throughout the day, there's a lot of people that send you that good morning text to sit five other bitches okay, that same that thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's it for the day. That's it for the week. You just get good morning and what you do in text. Then what you do in text drive me crazy. Oh, I'm so glad I don't okay. get those no more. W-Y-D. What you doing Easy. the fuck out of me? Get out of my text messages. Ask me, <laughs> I want you to type out the words, what are you doing? That'll make me feel a little bit better than <laughs> W-Y-D question mark. Okay. Yeah. Well, but you know, these, like these people yeah. that wore that so thin that it's a turn off, even yeah, and that's that. what I wanted. I wanted, I knew exactly what I wanted. And when I met my boyfriend, you know, I, I'm not even gonna lie, you guys, I just told him I just was looking for a friend, somebody to just hang out with. I just really wanted mm-hmm. some dick, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. hung out and shit, it just didn't happen that night. I I don't know. We laid in the bed and he held me, y'all, and my retarded ass cried. I cried the first night with him. Can y'all believe that? Because we had such a nice time. Like, I just really enjoy him. And then, like, I I said I just wanted a friend, but eventually, you know, he he was really giving me attention. And I was chasing after somebody who didn't even, who didn't want to give me that attention at all, who was asking me for money who had about four or five kids, you know what I'm saying? Like, I could never see anything with him, but yet I was still chasing after this man. And so when I came and sat down, I was like, B, what do you want? And that's I said, I, I want someone who loves me, who cares about me, who's going to give me attention, not me begging for attention, not me begging to be loved, yeah. begging to be wanted, you know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. with my boyfriend... 
I told him one thing, but I had to go back and double back. I had to go back and be like, hey. No, but what you really, but what you really did though, mm-hmm. is you said you wanted a friend, but you thought you wanted a friend in a certain way, but he was able to be that friend for you that you didn't know that you needed. Mm-hmm. And then that's how y'all relationship turned. It definitely yeah. did, y'all. It was a fast relationship. And it was, it, it still is going. It still is growing. You know what I'm saying? He just, mm-hmm. he made me feel beautiful. Like, everything about me. He was so honest, y'all, because he came from relationships where he felt like he was mistreated as well. And shit, I feel like we was looking for each other and didn't even know it. And then, yeah. like, we take it. so much care of each other. Like, you know, he could tell me anything and I could tell him anything. And I I dated a guy once. He would stop me in mid-sentence when I started to tell him something deep about my life. Oh, God. And you don't know yes. how hurtful that is. That, that, that took me to a place where I never wanted to say how I felt about anything. I, that's when I just Especially became the bitch who just wanted to, to have sex. Up, but then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'd be like, you don't never open up. You're not vulnerable. You're not affectionate. And then you start trying to be that mm-hmm. and then they shut it down. Yeah. Uh-uh. This coming from a nigga yeah. who used to wash his body with his fingernails. I can't believe I dated a nigga like that. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I can't. We don't have all night. I'm not going to go through like that. <laughs> we had to get that weird shit later nails. on. <laughs> we had to get in that weird shit I'm later sorry. on. Like, you know. You know what? But that low key, that is a good episode, though. Yeah, it is yeah. weird shit you don't figure out about dating a nigga. Yeah. Uh huh. Especially because I've dated a lot of um, non melanated people. <laughs> I can't oh, wait to find yeah. out. But yeah, like I just feel like I feel like that's I I wanted I called my best friend one night I was drunk and I was like, girl, I love him. I want him. What can I? Say? She said, B. You tell that motherfucker what you want. If he don't give it to you, you stop talking to him. And I did, y'all. And he was like, he was like, I don't want that shit. And I was like, oh, okay. And I kept fucking with wow. the nigga who didn't want me. And guess who came right back in my life? Because mm-hmm. he could not let me go. I couldn't let him go out of my mind. I was really trying to ignore him. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we got a baby. Ow. Yes. <laughs> Love yes. of my life. You're gonna have to handle <laughs> I, can't, I can't let go. Yes. You know what I'm I saying? I think. <laughs> but yeah, that's... I'm not even gonna get in on the singing. I'm just gonna sit here and dance and vibe to y'all singing. <laughs> Thank you, Naders. But yeah, I just uh I think I think we all have experienced healthy and unhealthy situations and you know, I, I pray all of us continue to experience, you know, better situations and remember what we want and what we need and get what mm-hmm. we Set want and boundaries. what we need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think that was been, that would have been a good topic to ask people, you know, uh some bad experiences and things like that that they've been through too. Cause you know, a lot of people just don't understand what everybody's been going through. They just want them for the moment now and just not saying, well, I don't care really what you went through. You know, this is me. So you can't do me like that, but that doesn't work all, all the time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, well if- on the flip side, mm-hmm. we did ask our listeners what advice they would give their younger selves about dating. Mm-hmm. And if y'all would like to hear that, I've let's get into it. Thanks yeah, listeners. Right. Thank yeah. So here's a few of the responses that we got. Um, when we asked that question, um, Miss Ashley says, "Don't fall for potential." Mm, that's and, true. Um, that is true. Don't <laughs> look at that nigga's shoes and think that he clean. Neither he might be dirty. 
<laughs> Look, you're right, because there's nothing worse than going for somebody who um, you didn't really see it for, and then you're like, you know what, I'm going to give this person a chance, and then that nigga break your heart. It's like, I was doing you a favor. Yeah, potential. Is how you do me? Mm-hmm. Women love potential, boy. They do love potential. They like, to, I, I think, I think, I think everyone does. Like, if, if you, your your potential is somebody that you, you've seen doing something else, and think that they will probably do it for you. Or who could grow? Yeah. Or who could grow from that bud? You see them trying to that rapper do. Mm, now nah, I don't want to date mm. you, rapper. I'm sorry, I can't watch you come up, dog. I'm already here. I can't. Okay, but <laughs> we're not 19 anymore. No. We are grown ass adults. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, what do you think about that? Your cra- potentials. Sorry. <laughs> I, 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 me, I, I, you know, I think what most men do, and this is, you know, some women are like it too. You know, some men, they will base the potential, be like, damn, physically, they'll look at the potential. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of shallow to look like that, but I guess that's what's, it, it, that's the eye candy. And women do it too, you know what I'm saying? But some women, some men, they'll go ahead and say, well, damn, shit, I can't let her go because if I let her go, somebody else going to scoop up. But she ain't she ain't worth a bag of rocks though. But they hung up on the physical aspect of that woman, so they'll try to buy the time and see that she turns the corner when she ain't gonna turn the corner. That's that's what that's what gets men in trouble because they they think with the other head instead of the top, you know. Oh my All right. god! <laughs> okay, so I'm just being real. Are... Okay, but we got some more. Okay, go ahead. So Kramer, Kramer says know the difference between talking and communicating set boundaries you would follow mm-hmm. that's, that's what a lot of people fail to do when they set those boundaries they don't follow through like they'll say I want this and get to that situation and that person doesn't want it and they'll continue doing it to satisfy the other person yeah or they'll they're like modify the boundary mm-hmm. like okay it was a hard boundary but you know I'll give it another month like uh uh-uh. uh Mm-hmm. Is that that girl? Right. And talking and communicating, <laughs> talking, y'all can just be saying shit, but nobody can be understanding what the conversation Ooh, is yes. about. If I told you, don't eat those chips, they my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't you take your ass in there and eat them. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all done had some arguments about food, but that's just a small thing. But I, I definitely understand, like, when you're having an argument, Y'all could just be talking to each other. Nobody's hearing each other. So if you're not able to get what you feel and what you're saying across to the person you're dating or your potential person that you see you want to be involved with, you need to leave that situation. Because if they don't hear you the first time, they're not, not going to yeah, hear you but that's the it. second, third, fourth, okay. or fifth time. Fool me once yeah. time, shame <laughs> on me. Fool me twice, can put the blame on. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit. <laughs> yeah. Fool me three times. But yeah, that sorry is something that I experienced, like not even in an argument, but like if I'm coming to you and I'm like, I feel, and before, like as soon as I finish my sentence, it don't even got a period on it, and you have a response mm. that pisses me off. Like that is gonna make me <laughs> shut down completely because it's like you didn't hear what I said. You it, you didn't even let it register before you came with a response. Like you're in defense mode right now mm-hmm. and, yeah I'm like I can't I can't do that because we just talking at each other yeah um 
Pay attention to the signs and run. Keep your options open and date someone out of your norm. That's Ooh. key. That is key. Is that key? Because I say, which one? I'm not dating nobody out of my not norm. no more. No. I'm just saying. Okay, I'm give you a. Little, I'll give you a little simple. I'll give you a simple uh, example. You know, saying. Oh, my man just got to be 6'3 and 6'4 and up, oh, you know. Uh, okay. but, but that's you know, just physical, physical, physical are, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're talking I about am, yeah. I think maybe that's what, maybe, I mean, somebody that's into do different stuff, like, you know, hiking. I'm into that. You know, black people are into that these days, so... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. but I love, I love to hide. Yeah, like these are like I don't know. I mean, I think I think the men that I like, I have always. I mean, I dated some thugs, some drug dealers. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I do like nerds. So mm-hmm. I, I, I like dated, I like I've dated dancers cartoons. too. I've dated dancers, you, so you know. Um, oh, did, did you pay attention to the signs? Uh, How you do that? I'll say what now? Somebody who be in the club. Wait, I'm confused. It's different understanding. Oh my god! They're making money. <laughs> They're making money, money. But this was one girl. Uh-huh. She one girl. She was very cool. You know, she ended up going. Um, she ended up moving to Atlanta. Um, and she was dancing out of there until she got her degree. So now she's a veterinarian. So. I mean, okay, well, yeah, that's different. Yeah, that's different. I mean, that's all good, it's, you know. And we ain't get, we ain't knocking what she do now. We just talking about what, yeah. what, what, put signs and run. Nothing like wrong with dating. Nothing wrong with dating. But I ain't say we continued a relate. We didn't have a relationship, oh. but we dated. You know what I'm saying? I think you can do okay. that. Yeah, I don't think you, uh, you can. You know? I mean, I don't. No, we're not saying anything's wrong with dating. Person, but, uh, dating yeah. a dope boy. You know, you no, know no, we're not, just saying like. Ooh, okay. We're, we're not past that though. In yeah. our lives, yes, so. we're past yeah. that. We're way too old to be playing games, and half of our listeners are way too old to be playing games. We want to date someone different, but just make sure they're not like like a somebody you just don't you wouldn't Too ever different. fuck with. You know what I'm saying? But like, right. you know, just pay attention. Yeah, if you have to change who you mm-hmm. are to fit the mold of that person, then it's a no go. No go. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. All right, we have two more. Mm-hmm. Taisha says, learn to communicate, be vulnerable, never settle, check their spirit and trust it, and quality over quantity. I'm here for the spirit yeah. talk. For real. Because you can feel somebody's like energy. The soul ties is real. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I dated a guy that was all right, like... Well, we all agree Yeah, because <laughs> I dated a guy that was really sad, y'all, and he would just bring all my mood down. Like, I let him sit in my house before I get off work, and I walk in the house, and I'm like, damn, this nigga been sitting in the dark. Oh, she about to have a sad ass, droopy ass night. <laughs> so I'm like, God, God damn, damn nigga, go back home. <laughs> I had to tell him, you guys, I had to really tell him, like, your energy throws me off. So when you're not in a good mood, I, I hate saying this, like, but I have to protect my peace. This is my place where I come home and I am peaceful. If you're having a bad day, sir, go to your house. I know I'm supposed to make you feel better, but don't come over here and still wallow in your misery while you're here. I will be there for you, but I don't want to feel like that with you all day and all night. So respect me and go home. Yes. Like, like, come on. Yes, and I can kind of say like the opposite 
in a certain way, like somebody who is constantly, who's always upbeat and happy, like, you know, you're not because you told me earlier you had a bad day at work, but you're pretending to be like super happy and like, oh my God, it's so great. Life is great. Everything's amazing because it's going to work out. Like that freaks me the fuck out. Because I'm like, I want to see, I want to see all your other emotions. I know there's other ones there. And so it's like, you're you're on this high and you're happy all the time, but then when you're not, you lash out and it's like a a complete 180, like a whole different person. Like I don't trust that type of energy or those type of vibes. <laughs> no, no, I need to know we stay happy, man. Uh, I need all that shit. Yes, we need some balance. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, the last one is from Lakey. Mm-hmm. Says never put anyone's happiness above your own. And that's simple. And that's true. yeah. That's that's yeah. They take away from you. You gotta go. That's right. Yeah, like like you know what Will Smith said about him and his wife. You know, I'm not sure if everybody knows about. <gasps> yes, that was what beautiful. he says about um yes. happiness. Like it's not my job to make you happy. You be happy. Right. I be happy, and we come together, and we're happy. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that's yes. what you have to be. Like that's why I was saying that dude was so sad. Like crying all the time, and I'm happy. You know, like I'm in a good. I don't have enough happy for the both. Right, of us. dude. Okay. I can't make you happy unless you're happy. So, go to therapy. Yeah. I just tell everybody, you know, go to therapy. Try to find out what yes. your trigger was. What made that? you this way? Oh no, not at all. Y'all know it's Mental Health Awareness Month. So I just want to tell everybody, just make sure you're okay before you go out there and put yourself in a relationship with someone else. And sometimes you don't even need to be just okay. You know, you don't even, you could just go see a therapist because you want to talk about something. You don't need nobody to say nothing back to you. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. They'll just ask yes. you and you answer their questions with how you would really handle it. You don't even know. They mind trick your ass. It's some Jedi shit. Yeah. And you should do yeah. it. You go in there thinking perfect, you're like, everything is perfectly fine. And then they say something and all of a sudden you crying and you thinking about what happened <laughs> when you was five years old. Right. And how that made you, <laughs> but, like, because really your experiences in life it it's like a it's they like a wave you. for all your relationships that mm-hmm. you go through you either continue to crash or you make that shit settle and i think if you keep running into fucking big ass waves you might need to go talk to somebody you keep continuing to date people that you know make you feel this way or you feel this way or you're just unhappy every time you're walking into a situation or you're always guarded you may need to talk to someone. It's it's not your fault. It's your family. So I'm just not gonna lie. <laughs> no right. one. But even with the, <laughs> even with that, like a lot of guys mm-hmm. don't go to therapy because they don't think that anything is wrong. Like even if you think you're the happiest person ever, I would still implore you to at least get a consultation mm-hmm. to just you know talk to somebody for once. Because a lot of people don't even realize that like okay, yeah, you could be happy on the surface, but there's probably, like, you're probably masking something that you don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, not to get all deep and shit, but everybody wants somebody to talk to. Who do you talk to? You go to work, you come home, and you go to sleep, and you play video games with your homeboys, but you're not having deep conversations. Mm -hmm. Everybody needs to have them, like, intellectual conversations. So, so. yeah, I mean, I think, like, Mm -hmm. like Lathan said, never put anyone's happiness over your own. Uh, love don't rush it it happens naturally we promise you i promise you i think everyone knows real love happens naturally 
You know, we are all out yeah. here dating mm-hmm. on these websites and we're doing the most swiping right, swiping left. But take your time to really know <laughs> the person that you're wanting to be with. Um, I think that's what made my first relationship good. We were friends. You know what I'm saying? So we we made it as yeah. friends. And so the fact that we were friends that were lovers and we were still able to come out of it with something, I'm not saying that happens for everyone, but make sure the person that you decided to date and be with is also your friend. Make sure that you could confide in them. Make sure that you're able to, you know, uh, come to them whenever you're feeling some type of way and not feel like you're going to be judged. Uh, make sure you guys are able yeah. to bond over everything. Like not everything you got, not going to have everything in common. No one is, but yeah. always be open and don't knock it till you try it, especially when you care for someone. You never know whose toes. You don't want to step on anyone's toes that you're dating. Um, and and I just I just feel like we all need to. I, I like the love languages thing. I know we can't really talk about too much about it, but look it up, you guys. Look up love languages because it does yeah. help. It's a good discussion to have with your partner as well, so you guys can learn how to love each other. Because some people like gifts, some people like affirmations, like you know. You damn baby, you look good today. Where you going? What's your man name? I like stuff like that. I be like, his name is yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I just think, uh, yeah. What's up? Uh, I was just saying uh, when y'all was saying, you know, about not rushing love, you know, but at the same time, you got to be uh, receptive of it too. I was with a woman for four years, and didn't nothing come out of it, and I turned around my next relationship. I got engaged within the first first year. So, you know, it's really not a time table to speak on it, but when it's there, be yeah. receptive of it and don't reject it. Mm-hmm. Miss out. Mm-hmm. We'll miss out. Yes. Ask these people, like I said in our episode about friends, ask these people stuff so you can know what's going yes. on. Like, uh, okay, okay, I don't know if we could really quote people, but I say Dion Cole said this shit. Stop dating people like your mama dated these people. When you go on a date and you ask that man a question, don't, don't just say, do you live with your mama? They'll say no. Ask them, does your mama live with you? Ask deeper questions. Keep going with it. You know what I'm saying? Do you have any yeah. kids? Because yes. people won't count the kid on the way. Do you have any kids on the way? Yeah, yeah ask them shit. Ask things. <laughs> yes, and demand these answers. Like, get these fucking mm-hmm. answers. Don't let somebody just tell you, like, oh, it's a touchy subject. I don't want to talk about it. I don't talk. Okay. You don't want to talk? Bye. Check, please. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> For him, because he's okay. paying. <laughs> I got to go to the bathroom <laughs> real quick. <laughs> okay, look. <laughs> yeah, so I just yeah. think, like, oh yes, you guys, I, we, I really enjoyed this episode, and I, I think relationship yeah. topics are always a good topic and it's always something it's changed so much from our parents' generation, their parents, our parents' parents' generation to what we're experiencing. It's just so much easier to just pick someone out of the litter box and say, I want you, you know, and it's, right. it, it yeah. is, it is hard to get to know that person because you just wanted them based off of what they, the perception of what they gave you, not the actual person in depth. So, yes. Do we have any positive affirmations? I do have. I sure do. Um, So a quote that I found says, far too many people are looking for the right person instead of trying to be the right person. And that relates to me. The reason I decided not to date was because I asked myself, would I date myself? And the answer was no. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Because I'm like, girl, you are not the right person 
for anybody, let alone yourself. You can't even make yourself happy. So get your shit together, and then that man will mm-hmm. come. Or right. woman rock. <laughs> Amen to that. Oh, hell. I thought you were saying woman for me. Uh, like, you know, you hey. Hey, hey, don't knock it till you're trying. But it's love has no gender. Yeah, and, and love yourself, you guys, and take care of yourselves. You know, you take yes. care of yourself, you can find somebody else to help you take care of you. Because you be with these niggas till you finna die. Remember that. And y'all just gonna be taking care of each other for eternity. That's just fucking All beautiful. Right. Well, you guys, that's it for our episode tonight. But um, you can always find us at blackboard the podcast on facebook.com you can find me b on instagram and on twitter at b-e-e-d-u-n-d-a-d-a that's b done data it's mostly just me and my baby um we're also on (laughs) twitter right at blk board one so um yes the number number one one. you guys and on instagram you can also find us at blk B O A R D underscore. So blackboard underscore, and that's just B L K. Yeah, and you can find your boy Rock on Facebook um, by my government name, Henry L. Rocky Moore, R O C K E Y M O R E. Okay, perfect. And before I tell y'all where y'all can find me, we do want to open up a new segment called mm-hmm. Talk It Up. Um, so if you do have any questions about dating, friends, life in general, if you need advice about anything from us, please send us an email at blackboardpodcast at gmail.com um, and subject it, chalk it up, which is C-H-A-L-K, like a chalkboard. <laughs> um, you can find me at, on Twitter at um, underscore just underscore N-A-E. And you can find me on Instagram at myalter underscore ego. yes you guys and we are always interested in feedback happy listening like subscribe and y'all have a great week